You are listening to the Uncommon Truth Podcast, produced by the Father's House Church in Oroville, California. I'm Luke, and we created this podcast because we want to explore Christianity the way that Jesus intended it to be. If you're interested in joining us on this journey, make sure you subscribe to this podcast, or for more resources, check out changeoroville.org. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Uncommon Truth Podcast. It has been a few weeks since we've had all three of us together. It's been a minute since I've been here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we've been to Yosemite, and you guys have been to the mountains, yeah. men's retreat, and I've been to Sacramento. <laughs> <laughs> had some adventures, but, it's been, but we're back today with Steve and Vicki. Yeah, we're gl- I'm really glad we to be sure here. sure are. Praise the Lord. And we Hopefully it's not a nodcast today. No. Steve was accused of talking too much beforehand, so he says he's not going to speak at all. That's right. So we called him a nodcast. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that he won't be able to stop himself. Because so. the Holy Spirit lives inside of him. I must be true. There you go. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, but we are actually in our last episode of this season, looking at the letters. We're gonna, wow. Next time yeah. we're going to start something new, looking at um, some of the... The red letters of Jesus. And Love it. Are so we going on season five then? That will be season five. Wow, I'm getting old. I've had several people start watching season four and yeah. wrote me about it. They're watching it on, are they like, listening? Uh, just listening. Anyway. I always try to look nice on the camera. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. would be worth it then. Is your next question, did uh. they say something about me? <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Uh, I do like the story though when someone recognized you by your voice and, and yeah, that, public. Yeah. Yeah. There was one at Costco. Yeah. yeah. One. Yeah. I'm famous. I heard you before I saw <laughs> You must be on that podcast. Yeah. Uh, but um, I'm, yeah, this season's been really fun. If you if you join us partway through, I encourage you to listen to this whole season or even go back to our other seasons. We've got a lot of great content and lots of episodes. So. And Johnny Miller, if you're listening, we love you. Love you, man. Glad you're listening. Yeah. Or not. Oh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> from there, let's just jump into um, the last chapter of James, James chapter 5. Okay. Okay. <sighs> says, uh, therefore be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. The farmer waits for the precious produce of the soil, being patient about it, until it gets the early and late rains. You too be patient, strengthen your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is near. Do not complain, brethren, against one another, so that you yourselves may not be judged. Behold, the judge is standing right at the door. As an example, brethren, of suffering and patience, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. Uh, uh, we count those blessed who endured. You have heard of the endurance of Job and have seen the outcome of the Lord's dealings, that the Lord is full of compassion and is merciful. We'll stop there for now. This is, uh, you know, coming to the close of his letter, and he, I think he's really summing up a lot of what he said before, right? right. And so the the build that we've had so far is we, you know, we've looked at the um, the the faith that works is dead, the taming the tongue. We've looked at lots of other things that he's been talking to us, you know, counting all joy and trials, and he kind of some, brings it all to it. And what brings endurance? Yeah. What brings uh, strong faith is endurance, and endur- and that leads to perfection. Yeah. Perfection. Yeah. Perfect faith. Yeah. So, what is he saying to us in this little passage here? And, and if we could look into that, I, the when he's talking about take the example of um, the prophets, like what's what's what are we taking from that? Well, I think he's. It's really clear. He's saying 
very clearly that uh, what you do will do, you have to you have to finish, mm. and what you do matters because the judge is at the door. Yeah, and I think what he's, you know, they're in tribulation, they're in trials, they're 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 in that struggle about what do I have to do and what do I get to do struggle, and he's telling them what you have to do is endure. What you have to do is finish the race. You have to keep doing what you're doing till the end. So that that f- popular saying, finish well, hmm. you know, it really is important that we finish well. Yeah. And he's saying, um, you'll be blessed if you endure, because all who have endured are blessed. Hmm. And it's the time is short. And, you know, that's, he wrote this a long time yeah. ago. Yeah. We've had a lot of time. Yeah, the one thing <laughs> time short? hasn't been since he wrote short. that is short. Right. That's right. But those people also passed over the finish line a long time ago. Yeah. People reading it could have been 20, 30, 40, 50, and they all passed at a different timetable. And he's saying the judge is at the door. Well, he was at the door for them. Mm-hmm. And he their blessing was like Job's blessing and the other examples, you know, that in the end, after this endurance, there is blessing and things. And it was Job's situation in the end was better than his situation in the beginning. And I think that's spoken of quite a few times, you know, in the new covenant that the end will be better than the beginning. And, you know, that, 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 you know, stand fast, you know, having done all to stand, stand, hold, hold your ground, endure to the end, endure to the end, overcome to the end, yeah. wow. persevere to the end. Good. It's just said over and over by so many different measurements, measurements and ways and sayings and from a lot, a lot by Jesus and a lot by the apostles, you know, run the race to the last day. Don't let anyone tell you it doesn't matter what you do. That's a trick of the world system to get you to veer off the path before the end. And whether the Lord comes in the clouds today or whether you're going to live to the end of your days and pass on or unless an accident's going to take you tomorrow. In any case, be aware of the Lord's coming. Be aware that the Lord's presence is with you and endure to the end and have that enduring faith, that perf- that endurance that perfects faith like Job's faith. Yeah. So in the, I think a lot of times we find ourselves in the middle of a Job story, in the middle of any of the other prophet story, right? Where right. They've, they've had the, the promise of God that this is what you're going to do, this is what, what you're going to happen. But in the middle of that, it's like, Lord, where are you? What's happening? Oh boy! And that's the this this the call to patience is in that right that don't yeah. don't complain, don't grumble, don't be like, Lord, what's happening? Oh but gosh. have the patience to to press on. And Job's story is particularly challenging, and that he <laughs> just goes on, and on you know, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah, it goes on and on. Yeah. It's it's I the worst thing I've I'd ever be. read. Yeah. Inflicted on someone who was undeserving. Yeah. Yeah. Some yeah. you know, Jesus yeah. was afflicted, but I don't know Job's story. You know, doesn't go on for six hours or twenty hours. It goes on for, uh, I mean, he lost ten children. That's wow. a lifetime affliction. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, he lost a wife. Yeah, I cannot imagine losing my wife. Mm. I think um, as as I was reading the definition of endure, it says to carry on through despite hardships, undergo or suffer, to put up with, to tolerate, to continue in existence, 
to, shuff, to suffer patiently without yielding. To suffer patiently without yielding hmm. is what Job did. And, you know, um, to understand to, that our God is the same as he was, he always was. You yeah. know, he's the same God of the old covenant as he is new covenant. Um, and death just doesn't have a sting to him. To us it does, obviously. It, but I, I'm even thinking about that Jesus, the moment he got ba- basically got baptized, and, mm-hmm. the, and the father said, this is my son, woohoo, I'm really pl- proud of you. And then he immediately sent him to the, to the desert, mm-hmm. to the desolation. And mm-hmm. he allowed Satan to taunt him. Right. And this is God. This is his father. Right. I think we are so screwed up in, in what yeah. our father looks like. Right. Our father shouldn't do that. And I think that's why so many people lose their faith in, in Jesus is because they don't think that a holy father, a good God would ever do that. I mean, how many times have we heard that the reason someone doesn't believe is because some some kind of story happened? Right. But the truth is, is you get to be our age, you're going to have stories that yeah. happen. People will die. Yeah. And it's like, where are you going to be on that? There's yeah. going to be tragedies mm-hmm. that happen. Right. There's going to be perversions that happen. There's yeah. going to be, there's going to be, um, calamities and famine it's like where are you going to find your foundation are you going to endure like yeah. like job did i don't know if i could done what job did the lord took me yesterday to when my granddaughter relapsed for the final time and i got the call Into sickness. from leukemia, leukemia. Yeah. she was yeah. a seven year old yeah. and she had relapsed of yes thank you of leukemia and i remember throwing myself on the ground hysterical and I, and I kind of questioned the goodness of God yeah. at that moment. He just brought that back to me yesterday. And I'm so sorry that I would ever question that. Mm. But he's so good. Yeah. And he has he changes not. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he'll do anything to get us to have our foundation in Christ. And so I'm just... Endure, it's just like I, I like the de- definition. I don't know if I even answered anything that you were talking good. about. No, honestly, that was really right on. Yeah. Job... The suffering thing, I mean, that's what he's talking about. They're suffering. They're suffering. And he's trying to tell them about how to have faith, how to yeah. walk. The whole book, I mean, it's it's really the tongue, you know, the things mm. you say when you're suffering. Mm. He's saying like a ship without a rudder, yeah. you know, just float. You just, when you do Forest that, it fire. just sends you all over the place. Yeah. It, it sends you flying. And then he comes, if you're, if you're suffering, pray. If you're not suffering, worship. Mm. And then, you know, he goes on and, and, it, and continues this vein, but... All he's saying is that Job went through hell, and you haven't gone through with what Job's gone through. Wow. And then if you're so, if you're complaining, your your tongue is going to destroy you. Hmm. If you're praising, your tongue is going to save give you, you life. and give you life. And if you pray, you're going to get through because God is real and mm-hmm. He is alive and He's with you and foundation. He does all these things. You know hmm. that. The keep on going. Don't start complaining and sit by the wayside and say, well, when God rescues me, I'll yeah. get up and work again. No, just keep going and doing the work because work, faith without works is dead. And when you play, apply, that just, you know, the bumper sticker of that where everybody says faith without works is dead. That's it. And, and that, that, you know, it's, it's the context of this book is, hey, when you stop, don't stop. Don't stop. No matter what happens, don't stop. Remember, Job didn't stop. He got in trouble a little bit, but he kept going. For very he kept... little. What he just, 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 I'm sorry, but just very his, I mean, the, how many times have you said just 
a hundred times worse than Job. Oh, way worse. And Job, what Job did was, what's amazing to me is good friends, people telling him how nice. wrong he is, and he kept saying it right. Yeah. He just kept saying it right. Incredible. His own wife said, curse God and die. I would he never said, say that, He said, blessed be way. the name of the Lord. <laughs> and he went on forever until finally he says, Lord, you really do owe me an answer. Wow. And then God said, who the heck do you think you are? Smacked him yeah, around. Smacked him around with verbs, oh you know, verbally. Gosh. Where were you when I put well, the, Yeah, when I did this. Where, where were you? Wow. And do you know this? And do you know that? And Job says, hey, I'm just going to shut up. And, and he <laughs> says, no, you're not. You spoke up. Now you keep talking. You don't go hide from me. You asked a question I'm going to answer. I have a right. And uh, it was, it's it's like, whoa, this is the God who changes not. And, changes not. And so he uses Job as the as the keep going, keep going. And I love that Job got it wrong a little bit. And, and in the end, God says, as for your friends, I'm going to kill them for what they said about me. And Job said, don't kill them. Here he is with boils, dead children, dead wife, totally robbed, everything falling down. I mean, he is in utter misery, and he's beseeching God for his friend, mm. his friends. And God said, okay, if, if, if Job prays for you guys, I won't kill you. I don't know why he'd pray for you after the misery you put him through, how you blamed him for everything, how you, you know, kicked him while he was down. Yeah. It told him it's all his fault and made him feel like his 10 children dying was his fault. And uh, I just think... You know, this is just a marvelous example James is using to say to people who haven't gone through what Job's gone through and to keep going, don't stop, endure, press on, press through, keep going. That's really good. Lo if you're sad, pray. If you're happy, worship, but keep going. Because if you're happy now, you might be sad tomorrow. If you're sad today, hey, rejoice, you might be happy tomorrow. Yeah. Just keep going and keep putting on the line your prayers of faith your worship of faith, your acts of faith, because these works are the evidence that your faith is real and they make your faith effective and perfect. That's good. Here's a revelation for all of you listening. This is going to be, this is going to knock their socks off. The rain falls on the just and the unjust. <laughs> and there will be things that happen in your life. It's just, like I said before, so... Why are we shocked? Yeah. I mean, we always are, though. We and and are. I mean, like Steve was saying, the things that happened to Job in my life, there's, we have, we, it seems like in the last five years, we've kind of skid a little bit into, into some tragedies. And it's like, what's our response to tragedy? Mm. So to shake our fist and said, Who do you think you are, God? You owe me. An you answer. owe me an answer. Mm. I mean, Jay, Job was like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe that he's held his tongue with me. Because I don't deserve yeah. half of what, you know, Job got, right. you know, in the correction of, and it's like, it's so, it's so mind-blowing. I've had the revelation recently, um, somebody talked about it a few, few weeks ago, is that God who one priest a year mm -hmm. could go into the Holy of Holies to be in the presence of God, and, you know, and if he had any sin, he would be killed and pulled out mm -hmm. because there's no movement and that presence came and lives in me yeah. but it's the same god he does not like unrighteousness or unholiness he doesn't really like you questioning like job did no i'm going to go ahead and say that <laughs> and so to be under jesus sometimes i think we think grace is just a free ride mm. 
And I'm just like, if I've any way forgotten who you are, the holiness of God, that you hate sin, I repent mm. because you changed not. You're the same yesterday, today, and forever. You always were and always have been and always will be. I won't. And so to me, I just the revelation of God that he's God and I'm not. It's kind of like I have, a, I have this visual of, of an incredible ro- roller coaster, and that's kind of our life. It's upside down. It's sideways. It's going up. It's going down. It's going in. It's going out. And just buckle up and enjoy the ride with God <laughs> because one day you'll see him face to face, and he'll wipe every tear out of your eyes. That's really good. I, you know, everybody oh. I know of that questions God and demands an answer. you got to have an answer. You got to know why bad why, things happen. Why? 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 You gotta, you know, you gotta say because any anyone that questions in that way that bad things kind of make you question God. In every case I know of, those people are on their way to a faith crisis. They're on their 100%. way to call it a a falling away. Hundred percent. And they're they that is they they actually revealed that spirit in them when they said those words. <sighs> the person who says, "No, he's good. No I just what. don't understand." Yeah. Let God's will be done. Kind of what Job said, blessed be the name of the Lord. I don't understand. He gives me, he takes. It's up to him to give and take. It's his job, not mine. He decides. He maybe thought I was worthy. Maybe I did something. But he blessed be the name of the Lord. That's, really that's the guy that's not giving up. He's not backsliding. Job never gave up. And I've heard people mad at Job for saying the Lord gives and the Lord takes away. But that is not what God was mad at him for. God was mad at him for saying, you owe me an answer. Mm. And, and Job did that, but immediately repented and said, I have spoken and I'll shut up. I was stupid. And um, I, I just see that everybody who demands this, that, that, that really they're following God to add God to their life mm. instead of following God to give their life mm. to God. Uh, everyone I know doing that is they're on their way to a, to a lessening, to a lukewarmity or a falling away or a a place, a desert. They're really on their way to a desert. And I think many of them fall away from the faith. I think, actually, I think most of them fall away from the faith, you know, and I, I just believe that the hardships of life, the struggles he's talking about, these people are going through. I think that's how faith is tested. And that's how, like Paul says, counter all joy, joy. count it all joy when mm. you counter various trials and tribulations. For the testing of your faith produces, endurance. and he goes on to endurance and all these things, which is the perfecting of your faith. Yeah. James uh, said at the beginning of this, it's the perfecting of your nothing. faith. Yeah. Lacking nothing. Yeah, and it's lacking nothing. And so I think that hardships, we look at death as some horrible, hideous thing. Why, oh, why, God? And we pound our fists. And I honestly, oh my gosh, to be on earth without my wife, I just felt the other day what it was like to be on the earth without, well, three years ago, I guess, mm. without my father. Mm. And I just walked around weird. I haven't lived in my dad's house for you know many, many decades, mm. several decades. And I, and I felt lost. Like I, my dad's not on the earth anymore. And, you know, so take my kids or my wife and I would be like a man whose arm was ripped off. But what would I do with that? God, why did you want my arm? Why did you take my wife? Or I would say, uh, I didn't know this was in the plan, but again, my life belongs to you, so let's roll. Mm. roll. I hate this. I don't like this, uh, but I like you. And I I don't, uh, this isn't good for me, but you're good. Mm. And I'm going to stick with you and give my life to you. I I hope that would be my answer. I don't know that it would be, but I hope it would be. We'll talk about the time that you didn't. You shook shook your fist at God. 
Remember when you said, you know, I'll have a hard time. Oh, yeah, I was in my driveway, and I was just, I don't know, I was talking to God, get out of my car, and for some reason my little girl was over there shooting baskets, which she did a lot, and other kids were all around, you know, I have four. And all of a sudden I realized how much I love these kids, and for some reason I had the thought, man, I hope nothing happens to these kids. Because God and I, and I, I, like, hey, it wasn't a, fi- well, my hand was fisted, but my finger was up. He probably thought I'd was have a really hard <laughs> time. Yeah, like like an ant flexing his muscle. <laughs> I'd have a really hard time if you took one of my kids. And I realized right then, man, I was dead wrong. So I went down on my knees in the driveway with shorts on, man, and scarred up my knees and everything. But I realized, man, I just blew it. I said, and I came out of that prayer with the attitude of, Lord, if you take one of my kids, which I don't want, but if you did, They're all yours. I will still love you because they belong to you, not That's me. Right. And I, I understood that at that moment I put my kids in danger. By putting your kids above God, they are unprotected. That's right. But to have God on the throne and your kids somewhere down underneath them, your kids are covered by God and protected. In a, and I, what I'm talking about is the spiritual sense yeah. so that I could deliver all four of my children to adulthood loving Jesus, trusting in Jesus. Whereas to have that attitude that says, I wouldn't know if I could serve you if one of my kids passed and you didn't protect them. I think that puts them at grave danger. That puts them above God. And there's no covering above God in my life. Everything above God in our lives is uncovered and destined to be destroyed. And so I realized it, repented fiercely in the driveway. I actually shed a few tears, went and shot basketball. I just loved my little kids, and they all ran out on the basketball court with me, and we just run around playing for the next till Vicky called us for dinner in those days. And um, I just, I believe that this is what the most important part of what he's saying is, that the rain falls on the just and the unjust. And he refers to Job, man. You ain't suffered like Job. No. And you could refer to Jesus. What Paul said, I have yet to suffer yeah. in the same manner as Jesus. Yeah. Jesus. So I should not be complaining. And I'm thinking, well, if I did suffer in the same manner with Jesus, I shouldn't be complaining. Job did. And, mm-hmm. and he only complained. He, only beca- he got beaten down by some friends until he asked an innocent question, which was dead wrong, you know, demanding an answer from God. And I guess the closer you are to God, the more critical you it is that you're mm. right. You know, the more close to perfection, <laughs> wow. the more perfect you need to be. Wow, yeah. the air gets thinner. Huh? And so I guess the air does get thinner because Job, Job and Moses both found that out. <laughs> yeah. And that, that mistakes in his presence are usually dealt with. And wow. uh, I, I, I want to be in his presence in that way. And That's I want right. to not make that mistake. But then again, I also don't want to be tested as Job. And yet, I would love to be Job. Hmm. And in the end, did I deliver my kids to heaven? That's the success. If they died when I had them as little kids, they were delivered to heaven. My granddaughter, Avalyn, is didn't have to go through the world's temptations. Hmm. Yeah, she had to suffer with leukemia for three years, but she went through. She did not have to go through temptation. She's, she was ushered in in the age of innocence. And she continues her and she her continues. little life continues to lead people to Jesus forever, yeah. forever. Yeah, yeah. She is an eternal being now. And I think I think we think what our life should be. Right. We have um, a storybook kind of life that um, storybook idea of what life is is that you do this, you do that. You know, you get, you know, you're a Christian. You do this, you get married, you have kids. You, you know, you serve Jesus. You live live for eighty six years and you die. You mm-hmm. know. And we think eighty six years is. T- Guaranteed to every mm. one of us. Or at least should be. 
or they should be. Yeah. And then we, and then if they're not, like Jordy Mumby mm-hmm. was 42, mm-hmm. had four children. Well, what the heck are you thinking about this? Is 40, four kids left alone. It, it, in the natural, it seems like that's a catastrophe. Mm-hmm. That does, you know, it's a tragedy. But now we're two and a half years, two and a half years, aren't we, past? Yeah. And, you know, things have come out of it. There has been, there's been just a flowers growing through what we think was concrete. Mm-hmm. And we can actually, and his widow can actually look and say, I see what God's doing. Mm-hmm. Because God is all about God's business, and He knows what He's doing, and we have um, we are we are locked by today. We have no idea about tomorrow. That's really good. We could really? do hundred percent hindsight, yeah. but we have no. The judgment of God, I think, is just the wrong place to be. Yeah, I was. We had our uh, men's men's camp last week, and Steve. You guys had a good time. It was really good time. Good. But Stevie shared a message uh, about uh, Paul and his life. Yeah, the camp out, and I was listening to it, and I, I was had this thought that you know he. He led a life that was led by the spirit, and yet suffering yeah. was a whole part of the story, right? Wow. And I, I, I thought to myself, you know, I, I don't often think, and I'm probably not alone in this, that when I think about being led by the spirit, <laughs> suffering doesn't ever enter, come into, into my into brain. Ever. <laughs> I'm like led by the spirit in my brain. The first thing is peace or joy or like, <laughs> you know, right. like mm-hmm. good times. Yeah, and also, I was like, you know. Paul led a life, you know, following the Lord, and mm-hmm. it encountered a lot of, you know, like shipwrecks oh, and stonings and whippings. And, whippings, yeah. You know, and then I was thinking Jesus in the same way. We mentioned it before. He was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted, and then he went around led by the Father and was, you know, didn't have a home and got betrayed. And, and then I think, oh, if, stoned. you know, being, being, uh, Led by the Father and hearing His voice, I think, oh, that would be warm and cozy. I don't think of, oh, that would That's that would really then, good. you know, yeah. have have suffering. And I suddenly had this thought that, well, if I'm following the Lord, then I, you know, if I'm like, oh yeah, Jesus, I want to be like you, I, I probably have to factor the suffering of Jesus or the suffering of the yeah, apostles into that picture. Like, it, yeah. <laughs> you can't separate the two. And I was like, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't. I think, yeah, I want this, but I kind of just. But do we really <laughs> push that part to the side? You know, I don't. I don't want it either. But uh, I want to be prepared. You know, yeah. Paul. Paul's led by the Spirit to go up here and do this, and they they traveled here and they traveled there. <laughs> yeah. and it says it got so hard we despaired mm-hmm. of life itself. Right. Wow. Like, wow, man! And he kept going. Yeah. In my led by the Spirit, you know, go here, go there. There hasn't been a whole lot of despaired of life itself. No. no. Like we, so we're we're led by the spirit to go to Yosemite, yeah. or yeah. we're, we're going to go to Hawaii. <laughs> right. That's what we think of. But often people take the t- people say like things like uh, follow the peace of God, and what they mean by that is almost like if it's if something starts to go wrong or it starts to get difficult, oh, then you must not be following that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. And, the, and, and uh, can I just be really honest? Is that for many years, and we've shared this before, but uh, for many years. Um, I think we were under the wrong, we were under a misnomer that we, nothing bad happened to us. So we thought we were blessed. Oh, yeah. Correct? Yeah. And so, because we were backwards in, in, and we must have just eliminated a lot of these, 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 these scriptures you just mm-hmm. said, you know, and we didn't really apply them to our life. We, Steve and I, thought until 2008 that we lived a very blessed life. Mm-hmm which we did in the blessing of the Lord, but we were saying it backwards, is that, you know, wow, that happened, something's happened to her, something's happened to her, oh, wow, you know, mm-hmm. so, you know, something about your face ticks God off. <laughs> I mean, we literally said that 
about some people. And so that was wrong. Yeah. That's not, you know, and that's what you said is that when we think we're in the peace of God, mm-hmm. it's just it's just warm fires and, and s'mores. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's absolutely excellent. We, we are, I think everybody's in that. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, wrong place. Yeah, yeah wrong place. We're you in the wrong go, place. Uh, when things start going bad, you do just what Job's wife did. Yeah. And when things are good, you're saying, yeah. Blessed. The blessed of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Favor. it's what Luke said, that that's how we see it. Whereas blessed of the Lord is so much more than that. Wow. You know? So good. Paul, yeah. in the despair of his life, ended up planting churches all over Asia. Yeah. You know, all over Asia Minor. All over the world, actually. And, and wrote letters that became called the word of god yeah god's word god's holy bible paul wrote so much of the new covenant right and from a place of a despaired of life itself flogged five times with 40 lashes minus one yeah so 195 right. lashes with a whip my goodness and he called that blessed yeah. it was blessed life and i think uh American Christians, I imagine for England, Canada, same thing. Western, anyway. It's Western. Is that um, um, it's gone? It just went away. It was so good. <laughs> the, th- the, the truth is that we don't. I, I'm not gonna. I, That's okay. If it comes back to you, jump. Yeah, back it's in. gone. It was really good, though. I, I, I was just gonna say that. You I know, could the, tell it was really good. It was gonna be good. I just set away for you, and I, <laughs> didn't, I didn't do well. I the, didn't uh, do well. The story where agabus the prophet comes to paul when he's coming to jerusalem and says you know like if you go there you're gonna die this is what's gonna happen you know like most of us would take that word and say oh that's the lord telling me not to go it's a word (laughs) from the lord yes i'm not going to jerusalem (laughs) paul didn't say that (laughs) just that mindset itself everybody's told him not to go right right. yeah well his friends said because of that they said well you can't go to jerusalem did you hear what he just said yeah yeah brothers don't you know that I would gladly be beaten and jailed and even crucified for the right to preach the Gospels to my brothers in Jerusalem. And, you know, that's what I was going to say, is that when we look at, like, Mother Teresa or the saints in Pakistan, mm-hmm. we, we have um, things going on there, um, and or wherever, third-world country, we would not say they're blessed. No. You know, we would not, and, they, and they, they're praying for persecution for us. Um, which is interesting, isn't it? Yeah. The Chinese underground is praying for America to be persecuted yeah. because they know that it produces your endurance, which it produces your faith. Yeah. which it yeah. And so, but when the stories, we tell the stories in churches around America, it's like, we don't talk about that. We don't talk about what you just said about, you know, Agabus or Job yeah. or, you know, we, that's not our Sunday morning good feeling services. Yeah. And the words of Jesus are not always our right. good service, you know, but it's truth. No. They have riches that we don't understand. They have what? Riches that we don't riches. understand. Riches. And I yeah. think every one of them, I think, you know, when we get to heaven and we talk to Paul and say, was it worth it? <laughs> you know, I mean, he, 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 I mean, the poor guy, I don't know, because he, maybe because he persecuted people, I don't know. But it was just a turnaround of his life. Um, and all the apostles died horrendous deaths. Mm-hmm. Deaths Horrendous. and persecu- persecuted, and Horrendous. you know yeah. we're not. I mean, we might be one day, but we're not today. Right. Well, right. James himself, shortly after he wrote this book, was one of the first martyrs, yes. right? For the yeah. that's you know, he he did um, do what he said. He he persevered. He had endured. Yeah, you know. I'm, hope, this, I'm hoping. Yeah. I can. I'm hoping that my life. Um, you know, I hope as we get the air gets high, as we climb higher, and the and as you go up, and the air gets thinner in your Christianity, which it should be. Mm. Um, 
it's an easier climb when you first start out, I think, you know, the first few years. And I, I think it's a great illustration as you climb higher and higher to Mount Kilimanjaro or Mount Everest, you're, the air gets thinner and thinner as we get closer to God. I just think that things <laughs> ramp up a bit. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That's good. They do. Well, I think, you know, we usually go a little bit longer, but I think this is just a good place to close it today. It kind of feels like they could feel the Holy Spirit on, on yeah. that. But just for us to reflect on, you know, what are, are, we, are our hearts always looking for this this comfort, this peace, this this is nice, or are we willing to factor in, no factor in when I'm in the storm, when I'm in the trial, mm-hmm. not to complain because he's good and he has a plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think, I think just leading into that, if you are listening to this, um, you can join us online school, which starts school transformation starts September 11th. Right. And um, you can be school transformation light, yeah, light, right. and you can do that every Sunday around the world, correct? Correct. So if you you want to know more about just Jesus in context, if you if this fascinates you at all, if, if there's any you know truth, um, and you want more, uh, just get a hold of uh, what's the email Transforma- address? Well, you can go to our website transformationschool.org, and I believe that should be in the show notes as well. So. Um, take a look on our website and all the information you need is right there and if you want to come full time yep same 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 website cool you yeah. should and if you honestly if you're if you're interested at all you really should investigate yeah. this it's fabulous it is a great school and lots of just going deeper into these words of jesus that we've mm-hmm. been looking at in the letters and really getting gr- to grips with what does it mean to be a christian the way jesus intended to be amen so. and come truth Yep. Have, have a great week. Have a great week, and we'll see week. you next time with our new season. So season five. Yep. Amen. Season season five. We're live in five. Thank you for listening to the Uncommon Truth Podcast today. I hope this episode encouraged you, inspired you, maybe even challenged you to keep seeking after everything Jesus has for you and the life He calls you to live. If you haven't already, please take a moment and subscribe to the Uncommon Truth Podcast. That way, you'll get every episode each week when it's released. It would really help us if you could rate and review and even share this podcast with anyone that you think would be encouraged by it. Help us spread the message to more people so that we can all live out this Christianity the way Jesus intended it to be. If you would like to get in touch with us, have any questions about the podcast, the topics, or even like us to pray for you, you can do so by emailing us at uncommontruthpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you next time.